This reading is taken from Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence, and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep and from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those who are on his right, Come, who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? Then the king will say, I will tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Then the king will turn to those who are on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry, and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty, and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked, and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick, in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I will tell you the truth. When you refuse to help the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me and they will go away into eternal punishment but the righteous will go into eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father Lord, thank you for being with us and protecting us throughout last week. And thank you for this new week. Please be with us, bless us, touch us and talk to us. Help us to spend more time with you. Give us the strength and peace and, and help us to be a blessing for others. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before we look into this passage, here is a question I would like to ask. How often do you or did you travel by tube? Before the lockdown or before most of you started to work from home? I would say at least you traveled once. And we are all familiar with the TFL's safety campaign logan. See it. Say it. Sort it. So, what do we do or how we will react if we see an unattended package with weird wires hanging around or wrapped up in a very suspicious way? We don't just walk away thinking, oh, I'll be safe if I go really far. And it's not my business. This is not something I need to worry about where I have so much other things to worry. But instead, we inform to the police or to the relevant authorities. We act. The package could be something dangerous or something 
Well, it could be nothing. The important thing is you saw, you informed, and you act. We do what we do exactly what mentioned in that safety campaign slogan. So how this safety campaign slogan and this passage is connected? Here's how I see it. This passage, Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46, often called as the judgment of the nations, also have been called the parables of the sheep and goats. So Jesus surprised the righteous in verses in verse 37 to 39 and the cursed in verse 45. With this judge, 45 with this judgment. However, this is not really a parable, but instead is an end of time image that describes a real upcoming event. So here Jesus giving us a reminder as his followers how six illustrative actions of compassion like food, drink, hospitality, clothing, nursing care and visitation is important in a passage where he talks about judgment. So what is Jesus trying to tell us here? I believe he is running his own see it, do it sorted campaign for our salvation and warns us from and he warns us to treat everyone with compassion and love. This passage is often preached at at church that Jesus is coming back, which is going to happen at some point, and he's going to judge all the nations, so beware, be gold. You know, we have heard these kind of messages many times over and over. But here Jesus is showing us a way to save ourselves from the judgment through him and to be with him from small day-to-day -day actions in our life. In verse 35 and 36, For I was hungry, you gave me food to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick, you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. The very basic nature of these six compassions, food, drink, hospitality, clothing, nursing care, visitations, every individual has the potential to provide these kind of compassions. One need not to be wealthy to buy a burger or a soft drink for a hungry homeless person. One need not to be a nurse to help a sick person. One need not to be ordained to visit a prisoner in jail. Also in Matthew we see it in chapter 19 verse 21. Jesus told a rich man to sell all that he had to give all that he had and give the money to the poor. But there is no such overarching demand here. The, the kinds of compassion Jesus rewards us here are within our reach. They might require a great expense on the part of the giver, but they do is a great pain for, for the receiver. Maybe the, maybe the goat and sheep image worked in Jesus' day, but I don't think it makes much sense to us today. How many of us see a sheep or a goat while we travel to school or to work or in Alperton or even in London? The chances are to see a sheep or a goat is in meat form in our fridge or freezer. Let's be honest. We need a new way of understanding what's going on. 
If you tell your kids or grandkids how great the dial-up phones or the Nokia mobile phones were, they might not understand, they might not even have a single clue about it. So we need a new image. Maybe what's really being said here is that there are two ways. We live in the light and follow the path of light. And we also live in the darkness and follow the path. It's never just going to be one or the other. It's always going to be both. But if their story isn't so much about assigning reward or punishment, maybe it's pushing us to look at the truth of our lives and to look at the choices we make and to be aware that our actions matter. While reading this passage, a question raised in my head. So are we going to be judged by our actions, not by our faith? What happened to God's grace, love and all that stuff? We read in John chapter 3 verse 17, God sent his son into this world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Through him. God the creator, he loves us. We have his grace, we have his compassion, but how did he show that in, in action? By sending his son to this world to die on the cross for our sake, for our sins. And his son did the same. He showed his love and the compassion and his grace through action. He died for us on the cross. He taught us and he showed us what we should do, what we shouldn't, like in this passage. In theory, everything is possible. It's easy to say action matters, but in real life, is it possible? As humans, we are quick to judge. We are stamped, we, or we stamp someone, this is who you are by, by one of our significant mistakes or by one of our good deeds. So we are a month away celebrating this year's Christmas. I know, time flies, huh? With COVID-19, this year's Christmas can be extra special. The question is, how? During this pandemic, we received the message from the so-called scientists and the government is stand two, stand two meters apart. We cannot see our loved ones, stay in the bubble, etc., etc. But staying away from our loved ones and standing two meters apart at the tube station or at the supermarket, except the time you fought for a toilet roll, showed us how much or how important the human interaction and how much we missed our loved ones. This might be one of or once in a lifetime situation for us because of COVID. But for many, this is their life, loneliness being their own. Since we have experienced it and we know how it feels and how it looks like, for example, we can help this or during this Christmas or during this winter, we can help homeless person by providing food, clothes, drinks. Basically, we are halfway there from the six actions of compassion. We could call and check each other. Though we can't be there in person due to the restrictions, but we could be there on the other, side, other end of the line. So what is Jesus trying to call us or trying to tell us or trying to tell us to do this week? When you come across someone in need, Jesus wants us to remember his see it, do it sorted campaign. 
And in this parable of the sheep and goat, Jesus tells us that the kingdom belongs to only those who love him and love others, not by word, by action. So it's our turn to do in action. Are you going to be on the lefty or righty? Tricky if you see it from a political point of view, so let's not go there. But are we going to stand on his right or on his left? Are we going to carry on his campaign or are we just going to ignore it? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son to this world to save us but not to judge us. Thank you for your grace and for your compassion and thank you for your patience, Father. Though at times we go far away from you, you never rejected us, Lord. You never forget us, Lord. Help us to love and show compassion to others as you did, Father. Give us the strength and the heart to continue your work in the coming week and, and weeks to come. Be with us and bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everyone.